Quarantine's been difficult for everyone, including the music industry. Now, I'm not talking about the people who are going to be selling records no matter what, because I'm pretty sure they'll be fine. I'm talking more about the people who really rely on tour and merch sales to make a living. The same people that you might be finding more about now that everyone just spends all day on social media. Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, and this week we're talking about hip-hop in quarantine. First things first, a lot of these things that I'm talking about could definitely be applied to other genres in the music industry. However, I'm not too familiar with the other genres, so I can't really speak to them. Anyways, so obviously the more popular artists are still going to see a drop in revenue, and a pretty significant one at that because, like, for example, look at Drake, like, his tour, like, his concert tickets are minimum of $100 most of the time. So, I mean, when he sells out stadiums, that adds up. But I think they're in a better position in general. The concern here is more for the majority of the artists, I feel, who aren't in that position. Artists like Drake, Future, and Uzi are going to be just fine if they can't tour for a little bit, especially because they're still getting a significant return from streams. Uh, Drake, for example, still sold over 200,000 in the first week with his Dark Lane demo tapes, which was literally just a mixtape. Like, it's not even his actual album. His album, Certified Loverboy, is probably going to do way more than that. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it sells 500,000 first week. But artists on the come up don't have that luxury. Like, they can't just be like, oh yeah, no, I'll just release this album and don't worry about tour. Like, it takes a lot of time to build up an audience to the point where you can do that. And it also does take a long time to build up an audience to the point where tour isn't absolutely necessary. So for those artists, tours are required. Now, I'm not trying to say that they're all broken in poverty, but they would really benefit from the extra revenue that tour provides. Because a lot of people would buy, like when they go to a show, I mean, obviously they're going to buy the ticket, but oftentimes they're going to buy merch too. So that's just even more revenue. Now, merch sales are still a thing no matter what, and people buy merch online all the time. But, you know, like for me personally, I feel like I'd be more comfortable buying it right at a show. I don't want to order online and pay extra shipping fees because that, that shit adds up. Now, um, going back to the tour though, the extra revenue that you get from tours doesn't necessarily come right away, but as you're getting more recognition, there's a good chance that you'll go on tour with a bigger artist. So like a great example in my case was the Joey Badass tour back in 2018. On that tour, he had Buddy and Boogie with him opening. And really prior to that, I didn't hear of either of them. I did hear about Boogie just because he was signed to Shady, but I didn't hear about Buddy. And I also didn't even listen to Boogie's music up until that point. But now look at them. Like they're pretty popular. They're, they've got their own fan base at this point. Like, and it's a pretty significant fan base at that. Now, the downside, though, to this quarantine for artists is, well, I mean, another downside, really, is that 
streaming numbers are down. This has been reported a couple of times, and I don't think it's been a significant amount yet. I mean, I think the reports back in March at the beginning of quarantine was that it was down 7%, which now that now that I say that, that is a pretty significant amount considering streaming is really the only way people listen to music nowadays. But, like, it's really bad for small artists because, well, one, it's hard to get someone to buy your album if no one knows who you are. So a lot of people will go to streaming first and they're like, okay, well, let me check out this dude. Like he's just on my release radar or he's in my random Spotify mix. I'll check him out. I'll go listen to his album. And like, that's cool, but not everyone's going to do that either. Like it really sucks for them. Like for me, at least in the beginning, I would assume that, you know, since everyone's just kind of stuck at home, they'd have more time to listen to music. But, you know, that's clearly not the case. But it does also make sense because, like, think about it. When do people listen to music most? Usually when they're driving to work. And, like, when they're driving to work and while they're at work. Like, for example, when, like, I'm still stuck at home, but when I was at work, like, I would be basically driving 20 to 30 minutes there and back. I'd be listening. That's... Pretty much a whole album for the most part or a majority of an album and then while i'm at work i mean i didn't really listen to music while i was at work too much but i mean we had our community speaker <laughs> at our desk and then also just other co-workers are they always have their airpods or some sort of earbuds in listen to music at all times so that's gone down because not everyone's at work and i personally find it hard to just listen to music just you know when i'm doing nothing at the house like music to me, like outside of my reviews and when new releases come out is kind of just background music. Like I'll just throw it on so I can have something playing that sounds familiar that I enjoy. Like clearly my case is a little bit different. Like I go out of my way to listen to music because that's kind of what I do. But you know, the majority of people, they, listen to music passively they don't really listen to it like and like they don't listen to it to listen to it you know at least most of the time and the other thing is like there's a lot of music that people hear when they go out like and so like when they go out meaning like when they go to bars and clubs and restaurants and stuff and since that's pretty much shut down (laughs) those numbers have gone down even more so you see artists that are typically in that sort of like club and trap scene like they're still making music but there's not as much anymore it feels like so it's not surprising that streaming is down and i mean as far as listening to music when you're at work i mean i guess that can still carry on if you're working from home but i don't know i'd I guess that does make sense. Like people always just kind of have Spotify if they're doing busy work on or yeah, if they're doing busy work, but it's not, it's not the same. I don't think (laughs) you're not actively listening to music. And also, I mean, if you're at home, a lot of times, like you don't want to really be listening to music too, if you're working, because it feels kind of weird. Like a lot of people have headphones on when they're listening to music and like working. So if you're listening to music on speakers, it's kind of weird. 
Another reason that, you know, people might be thinking that the music industry is doing just fine is because the more, you know, well-known and bigger artists are still doing pretty well. Like I mentioned, Drake is doing great. And I, like I said, his album's probably going to sell 500,000 first week, no problem. But we also saw like a pre pretty significant sale numbers for artists that I don't think would have ever sold that much. So like with Pop Smoke, he sold like what, 430 in his first week. And then Juice World sold over 500,000. Now, for me, I don't, I would have never expected Juice, or uh, sorry, I would have never expected Pop Smoke to sell that well. Because I know he was popular before he passed, but I didn't think that he was at that level where he could easily sell that. And I'm pretty sure his passing did have a lot to do with the sales, but still, it's like, that's kind of weird to me. And I mean, Juice World does make sense because he was kind of on a come up and he had a really big fan base. So it, it makes sense. But like, that's not something that we would really see from artists except for like Drake or Kendrick. And like I keep mentioning, Drake will easily sell 500,000. But speaking of Kendrick, artists' release strategies have also changed pretty significantly during this time. There's been rumors of a Kendrick album being done for nearly a year now. Like every other week you hear, oh, Kendrick's album's done, Kendrick's album's done. And actually just this past week and today even, there's been random leaks of a new Kendrick song. So I, who knows? I haven't listened to any of them because I'm not, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> but like we've been hearing these rumors, like, yo, his album's done. I think we even got the same thing with Drake earlier in the year before he dropped Dark Lane's demo tapes. But I mean, now it's confirmed that he's in album mode and all that shit. But the release strategy has changed because they're not really releasing music as frequently. So I think in Kendrick's case, it's more of like fans have just been waiting for a long time and they're just getting impatient at this point, which I don't blame them. It's been three years since Damn dropped. So pretty, pretty long time, especially nowadays when artists drop albums at a minimum once a year. Now, the reasoning that artists are kind of pushing back their releases is because of the tour and merch sales. <clears throat> like, a lot of artists and labels want them to maximize benefit or maximize revenue when they release an album. Like, you can do well just strictly off album sales, but if you don't have a tour to follow it, you're going to lose out on a lot of money. And that's a big deal. That's why I think, like, I mean, a lot of people are kind of hating on Top Dog right now because they're, they originally said that they were going to be releasing albums this year, but then they're like, oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's been six months since you said that. Where is it at? Like, we've gotten no word. So, I mean, I'm a little annoyed because of that, but I know a lot of people are really upset. And that's going to be a whole nother discussion about Top Dog in general because I don't think they're handling their artists very well and kind of sucks because SZA just straight up said, I want to release music, but you had to talk to Top 
like top and letting it come out. So it's like, I, it's frustrating for the artists too, because I know a lot of artists just want to put music out for their fans and also just, I mean, for themselves. So it's kind of weird, but I mean, that point kind of the point of the pushing back album releases is kind of contradicted by the fact that we have pretty big artists still releasing music. I mean, Future dry, dropped, um, it, well, he changed it from Life is Good, but I don't remember what it was, but he dropped his album, Uzi dropped his album, and his deluxe album, um, Nas dropped his album, but they're not going to go on tour anytime soon. So, like, it's interesting that they were like, you know, we'll still release these albums. And in Uzi's case, especially, like, Eternal to Take is something that fans have been waiting for for years so for him to not go on tour like with this album is really just like he's probably losing a lot of money on that and it's i mean i guess he's okay with it because he still dropped the album i don't know it's a really interesting sort of situation to be in because one you have to kind of weigh the benefits there like is it really going to benefit me to push back my album a year just so I can go on tour with it? Or can I just release my album now and then just go on tour later? Like a year later, like people are still going to want to see this person on tour. Like obviously having an album release alongside the tour is going to be more beneficial because then you have people like, you know, your name the artist's name is in your mouth. Like you're going to know of the artist and you're going to be talking about the artist because their album just came out. And then you're like, Oh damn, they're going on tour. I gotta go. I gotta go. But like now you don't have that because clearly there's no tours <laughs> unless you're some, one of those weird dudes that go into the Midwest because people don't care out there. That that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, it's weird. Cause like these artists, like, like the big artists are fine. Like, I think like they obviously are losing a lot of money by not being able to go on tour, but they already got money. So I don't know that it's a huge deal to them specifically, but to the smaller artists, like I mentioned, they need tour. Like they can't really push back their releases because they can't go on tour. Like, I mean, in my mind, what would be a great idea would be for these smaller artists to be dropping music that isn't necessarily their album. Like, release Lucy's, release a mixtape, do something. Because that kind of follows the trend of this deluxe album thing. Like, if you're constantly releasing some sort of music, people are going to be talking about you. And, I mean, don't overdo it because then you'll just kind of fade into obscurity and... No one really cares anymore because there's just so much out there. Like to me, that's one of the reasons I don't listen to currency very often because he just has so much music out there. Like I don't even like I'll listen to his newer stuff, but like I don't even know where to start with older stuff sometimes. Like, and that can be a negative. So I think in my mind, it's best for artists to kind of go the Guap Dad 4000 route, actually. <laughs> like, Guapdad in particular 
ever since quarantine started, he's been doing Rona wraps every week or nearly every week with, which is basically just a collaborative freestyle sort of thing. So he'll drop or it'll be over a pretty well-known beat oftentimes. And it'll just be with one of his friends really. <laughs> and you know, it's not really meant to be anything serious. It's really just for fun. And oftentimes they are pretty solid, not gonna lie. But on top of that, like he's, ha well, one, he's having fun with it. And I don't know if you follow Guabdad on Twitter or Instagram, but he's always communicating with people and he's always having fun. But on top of these Rona raps, he's also been pretty much releasing singles throughout quarantine. And each of these singles are still like collected into a sort of like EP or compilation album. And uh, I think the first one, yeah, the first one's called Platinum Falcon Volume, or uh, Platinum Falcon vo uh, Tape Volume 1 <laughs> and Platinum Falcon Returns. I don't know why I can't say that. But, you know, like he's been doing this. And these are high quality songs, I feel. Like these are songs that he could have very well just been like, I'm gonna hold on to this and put them out when my album comes out. But we have them now. Like, especially like, for example, the song that he did with Denzel Curry, the <laughs> little camera that could, that was like, like such a high quality production. Cause there was a video for it too, but he, he's like, no, nah, I'll just release it now and put it on platinum Falcon returns. Like that's crazy. Like, I would have fully expected this sort of song to be on an album. Um, aside from uh, aside from Guap Dad, you have artists like Open Mike Eagle and Video Dave, who do their quarantine radio every day of quarantine. <laughs> and by doing so, they're building a following and selling merch. So they're still finding ways to connect with their audience and also gain something out of it. Um, but also Video Dave and Open Mike Eagle have music coming out. So, I mean, Video Dave already released his album, uh, week 15, uh, 1560, and Open Mike Eagle is going to be dropping anime drama and divorce in October. But these are just a couple of examples of artists who are still, you know, doing stuff during this quarantine time. And this also kind of touches on the, the thing where the Spotify CEO is like, artists can't afford to release music like, or they have to release music every year, basically. Now, yes, he is the CEO of Spotify. So he wants that to happen because he will get more money off of it. That is very true. But it is also like what he's saying is very true. Like artists can't really afford to wait that long to release music. Now, if you've dropped an album last year, I think you're okay. This year, we'll just pretend doesn't exist. But if you haven't released music in the last year, like it's going to be difficult for you to really sustain yourself. Like this is the year that a lot of people expected major releases. Like this is the year that we expected everyone from TDE to drop something. We obviously already expected a Drake album. Like we expected, I mean, well, we still expect J. Cole's album. And I think that's still coming, but we'll see, I guess. It's probably going to come out in, I feel like it's going to come out in November, 
that seems like an appropriate time for it to come out. But like these are releases that we have been expecting. And these artists that I mentioned can't really, I mean, they can afford to wait, but it's like, you know, this whole quarantine thing has got everyone all fucked up. So they don't know what's happening. They don't know what's going on in the world. So they want something that is familiar to them, something that makes them feel better about what's happening. So having these artists release music is going to put them in a slightly better place, I feel. Maybe. Because, like, you know, people have fond memories of Drake albums. They have fond memories of Kendrick and J. Cole. So, you know, just kind of adding to that, I feel, would help a lot of people. I don't think that's something that many people are really considering when releasing music. I mean, obviously, artists are like, oh, no, I want I want my fans to be happy. I want this music for my fans. But, you know, I don't know how many times they're like, you know, really think about it. I mean, unless the, unless they hear from the fans specifically that, oh, your music got me through so much. Like, I mean, that obviously is a thing too. Like people really like connect with certain music. But anyways, I feel like for the smaller guys, they should really go for the trend of Guap Dad and Open Mike Eagle. Because like, like the, uh, the Spotify dude said, they can't really afford to have larger gaps in releases. And that also goes back into the deluxe album. Like people are releasing deluxe albums so that you can keep their name in their mouth. And that's the same reason that you have artists releasing nearly every year. This, again, I feel like the artists that I mentioned, like the bigger ones, they can afford to wait. Like they can definitely go more than a year without releasing something, but it definitely would benefit them to release every year. This is more for the smaller artists who don't have as big of a following. They, you know, they need to gain a following in some way. And by releasing music, that is a great way to do it. Obviously, don't bombard them with hundreds of mixtapes because that gets very overwhelming very quickly. Like, you know, I, I mean, again, going back to Wabdad, I really like how he's doing it. He'll release a single every week. And then if you miss a single, you can always just listen to the collection that he put together at, at the end of this season, I guess. Maybe that's what he's doing. He might be doing it in seasons. That'd be cool. But this also kind of follows like the trend that Strange Music and Denzel Curry started where they're doing EPs and then eventually releasing an album. Uh, Strange Music is a whole other thing right now. I don't want to talk about them yet. But anyways, I'm not, I'm not in the music industry, so I don't know the intricacies and the ins and outs of it. So I could just be saying bullshit and it doesn't really make sense. I'm just speaking from my understanding and what I think would make sense. Clearly, if you are an artist, you probably have a better idea of what's going on and what would actually work for you. But this is just my, these are just my thoughts. Um, but yeah, in conclusion, <laughs> quarantine has been very difficult for everyone. So you have smaller artists who 
pretty much have to release music so that they can get some sort of revenue because they can't go on tour. And they're also releasing more merch because they can't really go on tour to sell merch. So they're really trying to supplement their income. And then you have the big artists who are really just going to do good no matter what and are still pushing back their releases because they want more money out of it. I think that part is a little bit trickier to figure out if it's the artists themselves saying that or if it's the labels or if there's their management because there's a whole lot of people who get paid off of this. But yeah, I don't know. These are just my thoughts. Like quarantine rap has been interesting. And just another completely random thing that I forgot to mention earlier, like people in this time, like going back to the trap music and club bangers, like artists who typically do that sort of music are kind of experimenting more. I know I mentioned before uh, with that little baby track and I don't remember the name of it now, but that one was something I would never expect from little baby. And I appreciate that because it's like, yo, you're trying new things in this time because well, one it's, it was an important song during what was happening because the George Floyd protests had just started, but it's, it's an example of him being able to do something that's atypical from what he normally does. And that's really impressive to me. But, and then that's the other thing, like, I feel like we're getting more into that, like, lyrical rap sort of thing again, where artists are spending a little bit more time on their craft and kind of, you know, really, really finding what they can really do with their skills. The, I think I had tweeted out before, like, I can't wait to see what comes out of this quarantine in terms of hip hop. Because I feel like a lot of people are taking advantage of this time because, well, they don't have to go on tour. So they're like, well, let me focus on my craft. Let me see what I can do during this time. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe we'll find greatness. Maybe it'll just be the same as it's always been. With that said, please comment below if you have thoughts on this whole quarantine music thing it's interesting like it things are weird now anyways also like and subscribe if you want to see more podcasts where i just ramble about music and thank you for watching thank you for listening and please stay safe out there